Today's episode of the Two Legit Sports Podcast is brought to you by Lamp Apparel. Listen, I've been getting a lot of compliments and a lot of stares by men, women, children, and animals, okay, of all types. And they keep asking, Alex, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get that L.A. Braun shirt? Where'd you get that Lewis Howes Don't Hate Meditate shirt? And I tell them, hey, you got to go check out Lamp Apparel. Shout out to my guy, Matt, and Lamp Apparel. They do a great job. They're producing some awesome stuff. You got to go check them out. Go to lampapparel.com and tell them too legit and Alex sent you. And now, on to the show. Thank you everyone once again for listening. It's been a little bit. It's been a minute since I've been on here on, on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen. A lot has happened this past week, man. I've been I've been getting back on the keto diet. For people who know me personally know I've been I'm a huge keto diet guy. Alright, the keto diet has dropped me down about almost over hundred pounds, about 120. And, you know, this month, September, I'm trying to break even, man. I, I'm trying to break even because this month I started out very non-keto, man. From about Labor Day to about the day after the Canelo fight, I had just gone completely ham. Non-keto uh, whatsoever. just And no fasting. Just completely, completely off the walls. I went nuts, but now I'm breaking even, working out again. Doing the hot yoga, guys. If you don't do no hot yoga, psh, you're missing out. The hot yoga, mental game changer. Getting back into the mix. I'm feeling better. I'm looking better because I think people really notice when you're not on keto, man. Like, they look at you like you've like you just been through hell for a week. You know what I mean? So the whole energy is different. But now the good energy is coming back, and I'm so happy to be here, guys. Shout out to Johnny in Manhattan Beach. We went to the LAFC game on Saturday. He's a big listener. Shout out. Thank you for listening every week and subscribing on YouTube as well. We went to the LAFC game this Saturday, and I am officially an LAFC fan. I'm an LAFC fan. I'm a big football fan. Uh, soccer, as they say. I wanted to sound fancy, so I said football. Makes me sound like an expert. Went to the LAFC versus the San Jose Earthquakes at the brand new Bank of California Stadium. It, look, it, looked, great on t- it looked great on YouTube TV. All the pictures and all the different stuff. It looks fun. I know they had the Fortnite tournament. They had it there as well with all the Pro-Am. They had it at the Bank of California Stadium. But I've never, ever been to the stadium. And this game was at 12.30 in the afternoon. It was a beautiful matinee in Exposition Park, Los Angeles. This used to be a park, man. And and it's still deep. It's like right next to the Coliseum. Not like. It is literally right next to the Coliseum. The Coliseum, it's always, there's cranes. There's more cranes than parking lots at the Coliseum. It's out of control. They just build as people are there. It's amazing. I can't wait to see how it is for the Vikings and the Rams. However, you see this beautiful Bank of California Stadium, this little gem sitting on an intersection, literally. It's on an intersection in downtown Los Angeles. Okay, like across the street is a check cashing place and a liquor store. And then there's a stadium like by Gates and it's beautiful. It looks like a mini, uh, a mini Arizona Cardinals stadium. It's got like that nice shape. So anyway, I get there and I love, first off, I love that it's a 1230 game because these Mexicans have been drinking since 630 in the morning. These Mexicans know how to do it, man. This is something else. I walk in there and the supporter section is out of control. I found out later from my friend Karen, who goes to these games, that the beer is only $5 an hour before the game. So from 11.30 to the... It was... These dudes were clanging and banging. I loved it. I was addicted. LAFC won, but it didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. The, 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 they've done an amazing job. You wouldn't even think it's an expansion team. Like, you go there, and you're going to be like, holy crap, it's like a nice stadium, and the, and the audience is great, because you got, 
you got obviously the the Latin crowd who's like loud and and hammered and passionate and fun. Like actually make the game the game and the ambiance really great, which I. I, I, I ask MLB to do the same, which the Marlins are doing. Just add a Latino section with the instruments and just have them go nuts, like the WBC style. Anyway, back to this game. You got the you got the Latinos, the the passionate supporter section. And you got like the the, the like the, the the white people. You have like the rich white people who are just hanging out to enjoy a game of soccer. You got families. You got some Europeans. You got a beautiful mix of people, and you got super fans. I love it. It's great. It's an ama- It's a spectacle. LAFC won 2 nothing. However, on today's show, we're not going to be talking any MLS. We'll be talking about Tiger Woods and his comeback. Eric Reed, which this is the, the breaking news. Talk a little Kevin Durant and Jimmy Butler. Some fan questions as well. Got some fan questions lined up this week uh, from Instagram and the hotline. And we got a, a Mark McGuire thing because 20 years ago, Mark McGuire... Hit number 70. I want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, Let's hit the music and get the show started. The Thursday night football game, which is probably the game of the year. It just ended, ladies and gentlemen, a shootout in the Coliseum which has the LA Rams undefeated and undisputed, the king of the NFL right now. It was the game of the year. There was so much offense. It was oozing offense. There was so much offense by Jared Goff. He had five touchdowns, whole boatload of yards, incredible completion percentage. And there are people who bench Jared Goff for Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield. There are people on the internet that did this. They must be known about, and they are not going to let this down. Imagine benching like, Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins. I mean, Adam Thielen and Jared Goff. It would have been a terrible. It would have been a terrible. Uh, it would have been a terrible weekend for you. But nevertheless, I don't know if Kirk Cousins is good or he's lucky. But I'll take either one. Some of the throws he was connecting with are outrageous. Just the over the top and the little windows, the Dinkin and Duncan. He got he got the points on the board. This was all tailor made for the for the Vikings to win the game. They got the bank shot, field goal. They getting all these crazy tipping catches. And then our kicker misses a chip shot. The Rams kicker misses, misses a 28-yard field goal to chip it. Okay? And then when, when, when the Rams go four, three and out, we get a clunker punt by the punter. Hecker never clunks punts. And he clunked the punt. This was all set up for Kirk Cousins to redeem himself, to, to, to let everybody know that the $84 million he was getting was worth every single penny. To not look at the tie against the Packers with Aaron Rodgers on one leg. To not look against the winless, hopeless Bills and get shellacked. Right now, two minutes left in the game, Kirk Cousins, he's like, this is what you pay me for. And Kirk Cousins didn't step up in the pocket and got fumbled on. He, he had another one of those Kirk Cousins fumbles. And the Rams walk away with the victory. Boy, howdy. Both of these teams have brutal schedules coming up. The Vikings got to go to Philadelphia next week. And then the Rams have three straight on the road. I don't know. What are my Vikings things? What, what's up with Kirk Cousins? And I know the Vikings are Super Bowl contenders. But is Kirk Cousins the guy to take you over? Because you're locked in with him. Three years, $84 million. We're listening to Too Legit with Alex Fernandez. And people, I must say, Black Jesus 
is back. Black Jesus is here to tell everyone he's back. Black Jesus, a.k.a. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods this weekend, this past weekend, won a PGA tournament for the first time in a long time. What was it, 10 years? It feels like 10 years. It feels like it feels like a lifetime ago, but he's done it. And the world, the world loves Tiger Woods. Look, look at the amount of people. Okay, look at the amount of people that were at the PGA Tour that surrounded Tiger, his disciples. When this man was walking, this man was walking to the next hole. He didn't care if the other guy was still playing. He's walking to the next hole, right? And this crowd just follows him. This swarm of people. The ratings are up three hundred percent. You cannot, you cannot watch. I can't. I gotta watch Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is the needle. Tiger Woods is bigger than golf. Okay, that crowd just said it all. And I, my favorite part of the whole thing was not Tiger Woods putting it in to win, not Tiger Woods in the post game interview, not Tiger Woods hugging his kids and his and his girlfriend. My favorite part was when Tiger Woods went to the internet and watched all the videos of his haters. He watched all his haters say negative things that he would never win another tournament, that he's washed, that his body's done, that he please he needs to retire. And he watched two minutes of this with all the giggles. He had all the laughs. That was my favorite part. Go look up the video. We'll put a link in the description here on YouTube and on a, on a Apple Podcasts. You must check it out. But the big question right now, the big question below, I want you to leave a comment or hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or any social media, is will Tiger Woods win a major next season? It all lines up for him because the four majors are, ba- are in are four straight months, right? It's like April, May, June, July, the way it lines up next season. If Tiger keeps riding this hot streak, he can do it. This may be Tiger's comeback year. This is going to be amazing. Tiger's going to come back. He needs to rock some off-white Tiger Woods gear. Other bit of NFL news, uh, other than the game tonight, is the Eric Reed signing. For people who don't know Eric Reed, he is the second man to kneel behind Colin Kaepernick. He lost his job. He was out of the league. Uh, he was sitting at home despite being a legit safety. And he signs with the Carolina Panthers. Now, new owner David Tepper, he's been very outspoken about social progress. He's a new school owner, and I don't know if people really appreciate him. I don't know if the other owners appreciate him around the league. He signs Eric Reed. Albert Brewer reports that there's been interest in Eric Reed over the last few months. All along, the big question teams had on Reed was whether he wanted to play football anymore. Huh. Some got the impression he didn't. By signing today, he showed he does. So I need that LeBron, huh? Let me get that LeBron, huh? Can I ask you something, please? Can I ask Albert Brewer something? Why would he be part of a grievance about not being signed if he didn't want to do the sport that he was not being signed for? Albert, NFL, I don't know what everyone was talking about. Eric Green has been wanting to play ever since he got released, ever since he he stopped playing with, he stopped playing for the, for the 49ers. This is, I don't know what is going on, but I'm, I'm happy Eric Reed is back in the league. David Tepper signed him. He's legit. I mean, there's so many teams that could use a safety. And Carolina signed him. It works out. Big shout out to Eric Reed. Congrats, Eric Reed. 
I talked about the Lakers media, social media day yesterday on my YouTube channel. Go check it out. But Kevin Durant made some news. He is talking about the haters. He's talking about the haters, ladies and gentlemen. Let me pull up the clip here. I'm going to play the clip for you. You know they're not going to give me <laughs> anything. <laughs> even if it's on the fence, I have to be clear-cut better than everybody okay. for me to even get a look. So, I'm How do you not, think that is? I mean, it's just pure hate for me, obviously. Mm. Um, and no, Woo! not appreciation. No appreciation for my real skill for the game, doing. But I get it. I understand okay. where we're coming from. I understand what we have here in this building Woo! that scares everybody. confidence. But for me, I was just proud of the growth that I had in that area, whereas I just wanted to be able to be relied on um, to guard anybody. You know, accolades, that stuff, I, I kind of, that stuff is kind of long gone for me unless it's like, you know, finals or something like right. that where it's probably pretty even. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, regular season awards, I mean, I'm never going to get a look when it comes to that, especially playing here for the Warriors. You were checking James Harden on the ball, Woo! the Western Conference look Finals. These folks not watching. Yeah. So not. Look at Papa, getting <laughs> Papa was getting his shit in right there. Papa was like, okay, Kevin Durant, I got your back. Don't leave, please. Don't leave. Do not leave, please. Do not. Do not leave the Warriors, Kevin Durant. Do not go back to Oklahoma City. Do not go back. Don't go to the Wizards. Don't go to the Knicks. That's what, Kevin, that's what, that, was, that's what that was right there. So Kevin Durant was on 95.7 the game. Kevin Durant, you're right. You're right. You have to do some astronomical, over-the-top stuff and maybe have an injury on your team to be considered for a defensive player of the year or an MVP. Your team is that yoked. Like, your team is yoked, and you know it. Like, you called out CJ McCollum on his own podcast. You know your team is stacked. You know your team is going to win the, the NBA title again this year. Okay? But people like you. I like you. A lot of people like you. People love Kevin Durant, the person. I saw you at a Nike event, and you took pictures with everybody. You were totally not a Hollywood dude. Okay? But people hate what you did. People hate you for what you did. They, I don't care. I respect the move. I didn't like it because you're moving. I mean, the Lakers, I'm a Lakers fan, and you're, and you're the war, you're, you're killer. You killed their shot. You know what I mean? It's not like if you went to the Knicks, it would have been a little better. But I respect the move. At what point in history is, an, is a player able to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have done the same thing. Like, I totally respect the move, but I, I just hate it because I'm a fan of the other team. I don't hate it because he ruined the NBA or some garbage like that. Management is management. He's a player. He's got nothing to do with the operations of really bad teams. And that is completely different from a player like Draymond Green. Like, people legit hate Draymond Green as a person, which I don't get. I would want two Draymond Greens on my team. He is, he is, I love Draymond Green. I'm a big Draymond Green guy. He would be on my squad. I also agree with Kevin Durant on the regular season accolades. Okay, to him, they, they don't, he's won an MVP. He's won finals MVP. And he's won championships. And the regular season awards are a joke. I'm sorry, they are. They're a joke. Okay, the media, the media picks it. The media writes narratives and makes juicy stories. They need to have these juicy stories for the years and these juicy storylines, story right, to keep you engaged. So they got to pick some guys that are different, okay? They need to be juicy. I don't, need, I don't need juicy stories. I'm always juicy, okay? Call me Biggie Smalls. But they need to say something like, okay, Giannis, he's going to lead the league at XYBZ. He has a new coach. Boom, boom, boom. He's now the, the, the two seed or, you know what I mean? Like there's got there's a narrative right there. Anthony Davis. Oh, he lost Boogie Cousins. He's all alone again. 
He's leading a team to a top seed. There's your narrative right there. Even though Boogie Cousins wasn't there for the playoffs, like, et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't matter. No, no, no LeBron in the East. You know, stuff like that. If you want to keep it real, LeBron should win the MVP every year. He's the best player in the world. He should win it every year. Look at him last year and compare his stats with Harden. Like he, LeBron played every game last year in his 15th season. Okay, and if you want to go season by season, look, LeBron should win the MVP every year. Every year. STG sub the gamer. Look, he should have beaten Derrick Rose that year for the MVP as well. Sorry to tell you, sub. I know you love Derrick Rose, but I'm telling you, that was LeBron's year as well. So the MVPs, it's all, it's all, it's all story. It's hard to repeat unless you're Stephen Curry and you play out of your mind and win unanimous. Steve Nash did it. He played out of his mind. Unan not unanimous, but he was back to back. Kobe only won one. So yes, Kevin Durant, you would have to average a triple double. Curry would have to be out for an extended period of time. You would have to be like top five in blocks. Like you would have to do some crazy stuff. But I'm with you, Kevin Durant. Jimmy Butler watch. It looks like he's going to Miami. It looks like uh, Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler will be reunited. It's just a matter of who, what, when, and where. But Tom Thibodeau is still like, listen, I'm not trading him. He's making it really, really, really hard. <laughs> he does not like this divorce whatsoever. He's making it a pain in the ass for teams. He's asking for cap relief, cash, draft picks, young guys, veterans. Uh, he's asking for it all. And he's... Miami is only going to offer so much, and this is all going to come down. How deep will this go? Will this be like a week before, like the Harden trade? I remember the Harden trade. The Harden trade was very, very close to the season. This may end up being the same thing. Miami with Jimmy Butler is definitely a playoff team. You got to look out for them. Uh, this trade has to get done soon. This is going. This is getting ridiculous. They're having training camp. They're having training camp by day and Thibodeau blocking trades by night. I want to talk about this throwback today because I'm recording this on a throwback Thursday to for you to listen to on the weekend. 20 years ago today, Mark McGuire... Hit home run number 70, okay? He hit it deep, and it was gone. Phil Ozerski, he was a fan, probably still is a fan, caught the ball, caught it in the stands. And if you look at this picture right here that we have on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, he looked like he caught the ball with his face. He's got a black eye. You know, he's not looking very hot right there. He, he, he was only making $30,000 a year, which in 1998, Probably a good amount of change. I don't know how much that would be with inflation and all that today. But Phil Ozerski caught the ball. The Cardinals offered him a signed bat, a ball, and a jersey. Okay? He wanted all that. He was like, cool, let me get all that. But he's like, I want to meet Mark McGuire. Cool. <clears throat> nope. Mark McGuire was like, F off. I don't want to meet you. Okay? Just give me the damn ball. Phil Ozerski decides to keep the ball. He keeps the ball. Three months later, this guy sells the ball for $3 million. That is the greatest story ever. So big shout out to Phil Ozerski. I'd love to interview you and ask you about that whole thing. That's amazing because i seen like with A-Rod's balls and the Derek Jeter balls, like they're cool with meeting them and giving them balls. McGuire was not having it.
Before we get into fan questions, I want to give a big shout out to all the international listeners. We have so many countries listening to us. United States, Mexico, Canada, Honduras, Nicaragua, Ecuador, France, Spain, and Australia. Shout out to Australia. We got a solid solid listener base in Australia. So all the listeners in Australia, big shout out to everyone else around the world. We really appreciate it here. The Too Legit with Alex Fernandez making it a global podcast. And now, your fan questions. First question comes from Your Daily Hoopers, and he wants to ask about the Pistons. Your Daily Hoopers, the Pistons are, are literally a big question mark, and that's probably why you asked. We got Blake Griffin's first training camp in Detroit. They got the Twin Towers of Drummond and Blake Griffin. They hopefully have... A healthy Reggie Jackson. They signed Glenn Robinson the third as well. He's a nice swing man, three and D, mostly three. And they got Dwayne Casey to come in and fix this conundrum, fix this mess, ha have them play defense, and have them win in the LeBronless Eastern Conference. I got a peep, man. What was the over under? Let me get the over under real quick on the Pistons. I believe, I believe the over under was forty one and a half. Nope, the Pistons are 37 and a half. They have them at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. And you know what? I have to leave them there as well because I, I, this is we have to see how all three of these guys play together. We got a new coach and Reggie Jackson there for a full season is going to make a difference. It definitely will make a difference, but I want to see how the chemistry is. But we got to see if there'll be another trade because Stan Van Gundy threw up that Hail Mary to get Blake Griffin and it did not work out at all. It did not land. It did not work out at all. I mean, zero percent. And now Tobias Harris is, is flourishing with the Clippers, and we got Boban in LA doing Hollywood things. So Detroit, I'm gonna say under 37 wins. They're not gonna be a good team. I'm gonna say 35 to 37. Sorry to your daily hoopers, but thanks for sending in the question. Eddie Payet two three four asks, what about Lonzo? Eddie, what about Lonzo indeed? He's coming off an injury. Okay, he was cleaning up his injury in the offseason. I believe it was a knee or an ankle. He, he had some injuries all last season. He was dealing with nagging injuries, okay? He's coming in as the sixth man. Ray Jean Rondo will lead the starting lineup, it looks like. That's what Luke Walton has announced. Rondo is the starting point guard. So Lonzo is toughening up. This is a great training camp for Lonzo, okay? He's got all these vets. He's going to learn from all these vets. He has the flying death machine, LeBron James, who can catch any alley-oop from anywhere on the court. LeBron is, Lonzo is such a great rebounder and a great passer. Lonzo's stats are instantly going to shoot up. Okay, he Lonzo is special. LeBron has said it. He's going to have a big year, okay, and he's surrounded by the players that will make him better. Rondo challenging him. Okay, Stevenson challenging him. Kuzma is becoming so much better. He's shooting up the ranks. He is shooting up the charts right now in terms of uh, in terms of uh, stock. McGee and LeBron, are, LeBron Lonzo's going to have to work up with that. So I expect great things out of Lonzo. And when LeBron's contract is done in four years, the work he has done to set the Lakers organization up for future success will be insurmountable. The Lakers, it's it's much more than championships and MVPs that LeBron is going to bring to this city. They're, show, they're so short-sighted. LeBron is going to leave our young guys in great, 
great hands, okay? They're going to be beasts with work ethic, championship work ethic. The Lakers are going to be in a great position. LeBron is blessing us with his great. Does anybody remember LeBron in Miami? Just catching alley-oops. That's going to be Lonzo and LeBron. I, I'm expecting some Patrick Mahomes type stuff right now with Lonzo and LeBron, okay? Another thing, Eddie, is that LeVar isn't talking anymore. He's very, he hasn't talked at all. He's just focused on the JBA and he's doing his thing. But that's really going to help Lonzo. And I don't know if somebody got in his ear. I don't know if LeBron went to Chino Hills and was like, listen, or like you're gone. Like I'm trading Lonzo to Milwaukee for Chris Middleton and Matthew Delvadova. Like that, son, like that. That's what LeBron said. And then he, he, he and then he took all the breakfast that LeVar made for the children. That's what LeBron, LeBron had to make a statement right there. He had to eat all the breakfast. Thank you everyone for watching. Make sure to subscribe here to keep up with all the latest and greatest content. Click over here to check out some more bits and pieces from the Two Legit Sports Podcast. And click over here to check out some other interviews and, and videos, stuff like that. But Lonzo Ball, big year. Will stay healthy. Lil Surfer Life asks, how lucky are the Cowboys to get that win over the Giants? Yeah, they're really bad. Dak Prescott is really bad. Dak Prescott is so bad that he is leading every talking head show on every sports network. They have multiple segments about Dak Prescott right now. That I've heard it from about 50 people that he's thrown for less than 200 yards in nine of the last 11 games and five straight. They talk about it at least once a day. Everybody does. Everybody brings up the Dak situation. Are the Cowboys in trouble? Ah! The offensive line looks to be in trouble, and there's not really a deep threat. And he, after saying he didn't need a number one receiver, so it's not looking too hot right now for Dak. Maybe Des Bryant comes back. He runs into Jerry Jones' arms. Arms stupid wide, and they hug, and they come back, and it's all good. Last question comes from dream the rapper dream the rapper dream the rapper he wants to know my thoughts on Allen Iverson I loved Allen Iverson Allen Iverson was my favorite non-laker growing up okay my favorite players was number one Shaq number two Kobe number three was Robert Ori because Robert Ori took a picture with me in Las Vegas so shout out to Robert Ori for doing that that was back when I was 10 that was back when I was a little guy right there. 10. And then number four was Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. 2001, Allen Iverson was out of control. You thought Walter Westbrook MVP was crazy? Allen Iverson 01 was awesome. I remember making my mom go to the Valencia Town Center to the Foot Locker right there. And I wanted the answer fives, the red and white ones. I wore the crap out of those. Those shoes were well over $100. And my mom got them for me. I really appreciate it, mama. Thank you so much. That I wore those shoes everywhere. I wore them to everything but to play basketball, which is the best part. I never played basketball. I just loved watching basketball and Allen Iverson. And sure enough, that season, Allen Iverson went to the finals and went to the finals, won that won the first game, stepped over T. Lou, and then the Lakers dominated. Got in the gentleman's sweep. Shout out to the Lakers. They got that three peat. And Iverson, man, yes, yes, dream the rapper. I loved Iverson. He was a good player. He was fun to watch. His style was swagged out. He brought the hip-hop culture. People love Iverson. And it's a shame he didn't win a ring, but that's part of, you either get AI all the way.
Who could forget AI in those black jerseys, man? Those black jerseys were amazing. I need me a, a Phillies black jersey. If not, the Sixers need to bring those black jerseys back. Bring them back in the rotation for the throwback. But that's it for me today, guys. Thank you for listening to the Two Legit Podcast here on uh, with Alex Fernandez. It's not on any particular network yet. Uh, big thanks to Lamp Apparel for sponsoring the audio portion of this show. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And wherever else you listen and watch, we're on YouTube, Instagram, and all social media. You can go at Two Legit Sports. My personal Instagram, AFDes99. Thank you to the fan questions and thank you to all the listeners around the world. Have an awesome weekend and enjoy NFL Sunday. And if you got a super game on Saturday, even though the best game of the week is probably on Thursday, enjoy your football Sunday. Enjoy your college football Saturday. Hang out with your friends and family. It's it's the fall. It's family season. Get together with your family and join some football.